Hi everybody, my name is Pablo Tovar and I am a senior music entrepreneurship major here at the University of Nebraska at Omaha. Um, I'm currently working on my music capstone project called 3D Wellness for Musicians. And today I have my guest, Kenya Sanchez, who is a licensed athletic trainer as well as a health and wellness coach. So, hi Kenya, how are you? Doing well, how are you? I am doing dandy. <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat, uh, you are not really a musician, and you don't really, do you have any musician, a music background at all? Not really, any, I mean. Other than I, just listening to. I was in orchestra through third grade, so about 10th grade. All right. Played the violin, but didn't pursue it past that, so <laughs> I would say no. So not really a musician background, but one of the things that we're focusing on on this podcast is physical wellness. And I believe that you are a really great person and a really great resource for those kind of things. And I've known you for about five, maybe six years now. And um, I kind of met you when you were going through your bachelor's yes. of uh, athletic training. Mm -hmm. And then um, you kind of just went on from there and you got your master's in? Health and sociology, concentration in health behavior. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. And knowing you and um, kind of just socializing with you. You do, um, you started working out about, was it a year or two ago? Uh, it's been a couple years. It was at the end of my grad school mm -hmm. journey, so two years ago. Two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, and you've, our little friend group, you've actually encouraged everybody to get a gym membership and kind of like really focus on ourselves. And there's four of us total, and Kenya has actually been one of the people who has really just pushed everybody <laughs> in a good way to just go to the gym and really focus on ourselves. And I think individually, everybody has kind of honed in on what they want and um, obviously trying to get a good posture, a good routine and stuff like that. But one of the major things is I think physical wellness is a really good thing to do and to know about during an undergraduate uh, degree, especially in music, because we're super busy all the time and every, obviously um, everybody at the university is super busy, but um, to kind of get started, like what's the, what's one of the things that you'd recommend before even attempting to like go to the gym or, or is that the first step? Um, I think at least the way I think of it, you need to find something that you genuinely enjoy and that is a realistic um, goal or activity that you're engaging. It doesn't have to be the gym normally. Um, I am a health and wellness coach as well, so a lot of times I'm dealing with a bunch of construction guys that say, oh, I'm too tired to go to the gym, and that's just too much, and I can't commit to doing that every single day. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of the times what I'll tell them is, hey, let's start with just the 15 to 30 minute walk outside, walk your dog every single day. Mm -hmm. Start with something small, work your way up, and see what you enjoy, experiment with different things. Um, try frisbee golf, or try taking your dog on a walk. If the gym is something you're interested, start going to the gym a couple times a week, mm -hmm. setting a 30-minute expectation. Don't mm -hmm. force yourself to, to jump into a routine that you're not quite ready. So making sure you're realistic, but you're easing your way into something you enjoy. That way, you're not forcing it. Yeah, and um, one of the good things about the university, um, and I think maybe other universities might offer it, is H&K is actually a free place to kind of go and take advantage of the gym. And you guys have other things. So you, for your whole undergraduate degree, you actually were at H&K for most of the part? Correct? Yes, all my, I was in the College of Education. Back then, that's what it was called. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where I spent 99% of my time. So like 
in the 18K building. And did you take advantage of the gym since you started, or was it kind of progressively you? I think progressively I started to utilize it. I mean, I used it here and there, mm -hmm. but I will be honest, during my undergraduate degree, I wasn't very consistent. I think mm -hmm. during that time it was a lot of me focusing in on the school and the schedule and routine, and I wasn't quite as active and engaged in the in using some of those resources. And again, as a musician, obviously we have our routines where we have to practice for hours on end and on top of our homework and you know core classes, gen eds, and personal life. Um, it just gets very distracting, and I think it, it it can take a toll on someone's mental health, especially with um, st sticking yourself in a room and just being there for like two, three hours a day, every day, and trying to get something to really, you know, progress. But um, what, how was your like experience kind of starting? Because if you had classes there and you, you know, progressively kind of went in to somewhere that you just walked by every day, like how did you kind of get yourself to actually go? Um, a lot of, for me at least, it started with, in grad school, um, I actually was working in the health and kinesiology building. I was in the interventional care clinic. Um, so I was surrounded by it all the time, surrounded mm -hmm. by people who, who worked there, who worked out there, who had classes in there. Um, so putting yourself in that environment definitely motivates you intrinsically to go out and do some of those things, to utilize those resources, because I'm here promoting them, pushing them to other people, mm -hmm. um, but I'm not taking advantage of them. So. A lot of it was me being fully immersed in that area and working in the wellness center. Um, at least opened my eyes and made me realize that this is a great resource and a great tool that I should have been utilizing for years. Mm -hmm. So having that, at least being immersed in that, it gave me that motivation. Okay, let's let's try it out. Let's start it. I'm here every day anyways. I work here. I'm familiar with the people. I know mm -hmm. where everything's at. Let me take advantage of that. Yeah, and I think you might have the advantage of knowing how proper form goes and into like weightlifting and just like running in general and all of like the cardiovascular strength training um so you kind of have that advantage but for people who don't really know much about it would you recommend doing more of a research base or maybe like a class uh, a lot of especially here on campus at hmk i would recommend starting with using the resources on site so there's a lot of classes that are offered and they're free to students um, and even the people that are working the desks around there, everybody's extremely friendly and everybody's more than happy to engage in a conversation and, and answer some questions. They offer free cooking training for I think the first few sessions to get your feet, uh, feet wet, kind of see what works for you. Um, but I think some people prefer to not ask those questions. So again, kind of finding what works for you. So doing the research, watching videos, looking at different uh, workout plans and seeing what you, you think could work for you. I think definitely helps to motivate you to have a plan walking in. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we walk in and we can become very overwhelmed mm -hmm. by what's going on. Everybody looks like they know what they're doing and not really knowing where to start. So I think definitely whatever works for you, so whether it's asking questions, taking a class, something along those lines, or on your own time, mm -hmm. pulling up some of those resources. The internet has a ton of different sites. You know, you can just look at plans, look at videos, mm -hmm. um, look at pictures and write down a plan to start that mm -hmm. when you walk in um, as opposed to coming in with nothing yeah nothing to start with i think is a big piece yeah and before you started do you think um before starting to work out it took a toll on your mental health did do you think it kind of helped you or did it kind of just stay in in, in between or i think it, it definitely helped me mm -hmm. 
Um, I know in high school I played sports through mm -hmm. that, and I was also pitching at the end of high school, the beginning of college. Um, but then slowly as I started to decrease the physical activity and working out and running, I did a lot of running, um, I started to notice that I was starting to zone in on the school and I was starting to almost way down mm -hmm. mentally. I was not feeling the greatest and I think everybody around me could tell that I was in a very mm -hmm. different place. I seemed busy all the time. I was very <laughs> more introverted than I already am. I was trying to keep into myself and my own bubble. Um, so I think that definitely once I started working out again and engaging in physical activity, I started to feel a lot better. So I was definitely engaging more with friends and I met you during that time a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I think definitely mentally it helped me feel a lot better that I was finally back into it. Yeah. And I think you have taken those big steps into doing your own research and doing your own, you know, practice on or working out for yourself that now you're able to kind of to help others. So I think one of the good things is that like, um, even like I, like I said, our friend group, um, I think that's another great way to kind of start working out is to go with someone that knows. Mm -hmm. um, I've gone a few times with, with my best friend who's kind of taught me and then I've done other times with you and um, what I've kind of just learned from both and kind of just see like, not be afraid of going into the gym. And so, I think that's another great way to kind of start off um, is just maybe with friends. Now we kind of go separately, yeah. <laughs> but um, there's still times where we might go together because I have questions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as somebody who, again, has um, a lot of routines and might not find time for it, um, it's really good to kind of just take care of it with your physical wellness, um, especially because it'll also affect your emotional wellness. Kind of like you said, where it kind of took a toll to, it kind of flipped you to having a better perspective, becoming more extroverted um, and being able to socialize more rather than just keeping everything and confining yourself. So I think that's also a great thing to kind of take into consideration. Yes, and I think a lot of that also comes along with we physically feel good, so we start to put ourselves on a better sleeping schedule. We start mm -hmm. to put ourselves on a better eating schedule or eating breakfast every day or making sure we're eating our three meals, we're snacking and splitting meals or however our, our physical activity is. So I think and working out helps with mm -hmm. kind of resetting a lot of those things that we might not have been taking care of previously. For example, like we're drinking more water instead yeah. of working out. Yeah. <laughs> we're constantly drinking more water. So little things like that start to inhibit other habits mm -hmm. that I think at least overall start to encompass all of our physical wellness. Mm -hmm. Not just our physical fitness, but also everything else that makes us yeah, yeah, and I, again, I think those are really great things to take into consideration and just little things that will kind of help you um, just change in your life. So, again, taking that step of reducing maybe soda drinking mm -hmm. and adding more water, um, even stuff like that. Even, I think even think, doing things like those is just, I think it'll help someone. So, especially like musicians here who have so many, you know, um, water fountains that we can use and stuff like i think yeah time to take into put them into good use yeah and i think it's just setting little goals mm -hmm. so i think if we can get one behavior the way at least what i explained it down then it makes us realize like yeah we can do this so if we're, we're able to go get to the gym mm -hmm. if that's what we're going working on or getting after for 30 minutes every single day for mm -hmm. five days then that's and mentally it makes us feel better because we're realizing like okay can check this box off. So what else do I want to do? What else do I want to want to work on? So I think that's a big piece 
of being not visible and come into fruition here. So would you say giving yourself little goals is kind of the, like the best way to start off? Yes, I think at least with a lot of the health coaching that I go through at my current, in my current role, a lot of times I'll, I, I won't start huge. A lot of people will come up to me and say, okay, I want to lose weight. I'm like, okay, but what, what do we want to start with? What do we want to do? What do we want to, what is what the behavior we want to change to get to that goal? Um, we try to make little goals. It doesn't necessarily have to mean they're all short-term goals, but we make little goals that we can start to reach mm -hmm. so that all together they can come to meet up with that big goal. Um, so a lot of times we'll say, okay, like I mentioned earlier, we're going to try to get 30 minutes of physical activity outside of work mm -hmm. every single day for two weeks. That's our goal. When we are done with those two weeks, we reset and we say, okay, now what are we doing? Okay, now we're going to change our diet. Now we're going to make sure we're eating three times a day with two snacks in between those meals. Mm -hmm. So little things like that lead to some of those bigger ultimate goals. But I think if we're starting off and we say, we want to lose 20 pounds, mm -hmm. that's a big, a big goal to put under. And if we can't make realistic steps mm -hmm. to get there, we get very unmotivated and we stop. We stop trying to reach those goals. So I think definitely being realistic with ourselves and getting those small stepping stones in mm -hmm. is a great way to start. Yeah, especially if somebody has a, a big or a, a lot of routines incorporated yeah. into their everyday life. Um, but I think it's it's still beneficial for everybody to kind of just start even even small, even by drinking maybe one more cup of water a day, or you know being able to instead of taking the elevator you take the stairs mm -hmm. and stuff like that so yeah i think as a musician i wish i would have started um caring more about my physical wellness way before because now i'm on my fourth year now i feel like i'm on a pretty good track and a pretty good routine but my freshman year i think it was more of a struggle to get myself into the gym even though it's from from where we're at now it's probably like a few feet away yeah. it's not too far mm -hmm. <laughs> but for me it was still something that i feel like i couldn't have done um so it's something that i wish i would have started beforehand and i think um taking advantage of those resources is you know really beneficial yeah and that's what i like about doing a lot at least just mm -hmm. with the way that they set it up is that it's right in the middle of campus mm -hmm. so you can definitely make time between classes mm -hmm. Um, and that's what you see all the time, at least with the AC coaches, and even people from outside. Um, they'll have a class in the morning, and then they won't have another class till noon. So during that time, they're going in, and they're going in to work out for a full hour. Mm -hmm. um, so I think even just making, um, almost having those little those little breaks in between can be beneficial if you're, if you're on campus already. So I think we'll take advantage of having that and mm -hmm. the ease that UNO has and mm -hmm. kind of getting to the, to the wellness center. Yeah, and... I think I think one of the other things that people might um, might not really want to go to the gym for is or start the gym is building bad habits and maybe bad posture. And again, I think it goes back to um, watching videos and stuff like that. But we also have um, I think one of the other things is like maybe you get yourself into downward spiral of maybe like an eating disorder and stuff like that. Um, so what do you, what would you recommend is more of a healthier approach to maybe finding a new diet or finding those good habits? I think very similar to what I mentioned earlier is being very realistic with yourself mm -hmm. and understanding how our body works. 
um, a lot of times people say, hey, I want to get on this diet because I want to lose this amount of weight in this amount of time. Um, and sometimes it's very unrealistic for people to sit down and say, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in a week. Mm -hmm. And if you sit down on those, you might be able to do that, but it's not healthy and it's not maintainable. Mm -hmm. So making sure we're being very realistic with ourselves and realizing that this isn't going to happen overnight. Mm -hmm. Making sure we realize it's going to take time and we might not see this completely happen from week to week to week, but at the end of the day, when we get to that ultimate goal, we're going to get to a point where we're feeling a lot better about the way we're handling it if we're doing it in a healthy manner. Mm -hmm. um, a big piece of that is making sure that mentally we are prepared to do some of those things and that we're doing them for the right reasons. That if we're losing weight, we're not doing it because we want to look good for somebody. We want to do it because we want to feel good. Mm -hmm. Because physically we haven't been sleeping enough. Physically we've been feeling really fatigued. We, we feel mentally very drained. Mm -hmm. So making sure that we're doing it for ourselves. We don't want to do it for anybody else first. Mm -hmm. um, I think is a big piece of actually reaching some of those goals. I think a lot of the times we're too worried about what everybody else around us is feeling and doing, and we're not taking care of ourselves for the right reasons. So. Yeah, and I think that kind of touches on the emotional wellness mm -hmm. where if you feel good about yourself, um, again, kind of touching mm -hmm. back, if um, you feel good about yourself, you're able to be a better person for yourself, you're a much better person for um, your friends, your partner, mm -hmm. your parents, whoever, yeah. family. Um, and so you, you just become a more positive person. Um, so I think it's great to build those good habits and start from the beginning yeah. um, before it goes out into a bad spiral. Yeah, so. I think that's, that's a big piece of why we see some of those eating disorders develop or some of that body dysmorphia develop is because we're not doing it for the right reasons and mm -hmm. we're not physically, mentally, physically, emotionally feeling like we're doing this for ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's a big step is finding, finding that motivation for ourselves first before mm -hmm. we're and I think, well, and going through like those routines and still having like a good routine, obviously there's going to be those little bumps on the road yeah. where you might feel like you don't see progress. You might feel like um, you're eating, you know, salads every day, but you don't see anything happening. And like, what's some like what's some advice that you can that you would give to someone who's you know maybe not really there? A lot of times we're not very patient with ourselves. We want, like I said, we want to see those changes happen instantly. Mm -hmm. Um, and realistically, that's not how it happens. It takes time, it takes, you put in the work, and for that to, to be maintained. And a lot of times, we're just ready to see it lose the weight this week. Mm -hmm. Oh, this week I didn't lose weight. We don't realize that the way our body works is that we're kind of on an up and down. We're kind of trying to even out, but slowly but surely, we're getting there. We're mm -hmm. just on an up and down. Yep. And making sure we're being patient with ourselves. Um, and again, making sure we're taking care of ourselves, because if, let's say we are on that plateau where we aren't losing, we aren't gaining weight getting stagnant for weeks on end, seeing what's going on. That's our body telling us there's something that we can probably change up, something we should be working on in order to see that, that change happen. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of that can also be a warning sign. If we're starting to gain some of that weight, it's almost like our body's saying, hey, what's going on? We need to change something up here. Mm -hmm. um, and again, making sure we're using resources that are available. I know on, on campus, they definitely have quite a bit of resources that can help at least provide a little bit of guidance. Um, so we have the, the med center, mm -hmm. or the, the clinic. We have PCAS, who has quite a bit of their psychological services. Yeah. Um, and then just outside of that, if we need to go see a nutritionist, if we need to go see our general doctor, asking some of those questions and using those resources. 
um, and so it's being that something something's not feeling right mm -hmm. I think is a big piece of that and I think a lot of people are not too keen on using those resources mm -hmm. but I think they're important yeah. because they help us see some of that progress and they help us understand why we may not be seeing some of that progress yeah yeah and personally for you have you met any of the goals that you've been putting for yourself or did you start with those smart goals or those smart those small goals, did you achieve any of them and kind of grew from there or? Yes, at least for me, physically within the last year or so mm -hmm. especially, um, I've been able to set quite a bit of goals that in my mind were very realistic mm -hmm. and a lot of what helped me was making sure I was writing them down mm -hmm. and I was keeping track of what I was writing down and making sure that I was writing them down in a very positive manner and in a very realistic manner and in a very, I think, in a way that I would feel like I can attain those goals. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the times when I did feel like I was kind of hitting a slump or when I felt, oh, I'm too busy to engage in some of these things that I'm doing or too busy on my thinking schedule or going to the gym, um, things like that, I also took the time to realize this is my body telling me I need to slow down a little bit. Mm -hmm. I, and, I, and I took those small little breaks. Yeah. And I wasn't setting myself back and saying, oh, well, I'm not reaching this goal today. Saying over over the course of these last few weeks, I took I gave myself some time to recover and some time to get back to those goals and to kind of reset. Mm -hmm. So I think definitely over the last few the last year I've been doing that, but I've been also making those changes to those goals if I need to. Um, initially, I actually I was losing quite a bit of weight mm -hmm. early on, and I think you've seen that over the last few yeah, months. Yeah, yeah, I did. I have um, noticed that there is a big weight loss. Yep, and, and especially because we were able to see each other for the so beginning of the pandemic. Yep. Um, but a lot of that was almost like me changing a mindset mm -hmm. um, because for a long time my goal was to lose weight mm -hmm. and that was what I wanted to do. But I don't think I had the right motivation behind it. And I think now that I reset and I think the pandemic has definitely helped me reset some of those things and it made me realize I need to start prioritizing mm -hmm. the things that matter to me. So a lot of changes happened during that time where I wrote down a lot of the motivating factors for me. I want to feel more positive. I want to feel better. I don't want to be in this very depressed mental state. Mm -hmm. um, and once that motivation started changing and I was going out to the gym by myself, I was working out and setting up my plans that worked for me and not for whoever else I was going with. Mm -hmm. um, I started to see a lot of those changes physically start to, to come on. And again, being very, not necessarily strict, but I like to keep track of every single thing. So making sure I'm drinking enough water, mm -hmm. that I'm eating enough healthy, I'm doing some of these things and saying, I need to, this is going to be a habit I am going to engage in every single day. Mm -hmm. If I don't reach it, I'm not going to beat myself up for it, but I'm going to get back on the horse the next day. If mm -hmm. I forget to do it or there's a day that I, I didn't have reached my water goal or whatever yeah. it may be. Um, getting on the next day and saying, okay, here we go. Going back up. I'm not going to do anything differently to make up for what I didn't do. Mm -hmm. But I'm just gonna keep doing what I would have done on a normal day. Yeah. Um, and again, that being very positive with myself and being being patient, I mm -hmm. think, was a big piece of that as well. So I think that's where physically you started to see the changes. And at least for me, I didn't notice them for a very long time. I didn't mm -hmm. notice a lot of those changes until my family and friends started pointing them out mm -hmm. and saying, "Hey, you you looked a lot different. You look a lot like you've lost some weight." And mm -hmm. a lot of people have been telling me that I looked happier. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that. I mean, even wearing yellow today is a big, yeah, it's a big bold, bold statement for you. <laughs> I'm not very bold to begin with. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've definitely been feeling a lot more comfortable in my own skin mm -hmm. um, because of that, because I finally had that motivation behind that. 
Yeah. And I think that's really great information and really great advice for people who are, you know, still on this track and who are, you know, trying to be patient, but obviously we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still human and, you know, some even I get impatient sometimes and I'm just an impatient person in general. <laughs> so I think um, being realistic with yourself mm-hmm. is very much um, a, a great goal and just a great mindset to have. Something along those lines comes with you kind of have to talk to yourself the way you would talk to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So if I'm talking to you and I, let's say we're starting out at that point, I'm not going to sit here and beat you up over it. Mm-hmm. If there's a day that you fall off the wagon, so to speak, um, at least that's the same way you should be speaking to yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, because otherwise, it's not fair. You're not being very realistic again um, with the way that you're mentally setting yourself up for some of these changes. So I think that's also a good All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and giving all your information. Um, So, yeah, thank you once again for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome.